Welcome back to Medrash Umaisa, sharing a story for this week's parasha, which in Eretz Yisrael is Parshas Pinchas. This week's story really is a preparation for the three weeks, for those weeks of mourning, which again will hopefully be transformed into celebration with the rebuilt base of Migdash Meher of Yomenu. Nonetheless, we have to prepare ourselves for the Avoda in case that doesn't happen. There was a tremendous tzaddik in pre-war Poland was known as the Rebbe of Zolosits. He had the interesting first name of Shem. Rabbi Shem Klinberger's name was. He was a grandson of the Kamarno Rebbe. And he was unfortunately killed in the war, Hashem Yikom Domo. He lived in Krakow, in the city of Krakow. The Tolna Rebbe's father-in-law, Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchok Weisblum, who was a Rav in Galicia and then later in Haifa, also a Ben Achaben, a direct descendant of Rav Elimelech of Lijansk, shared with the Tolna Rebbe some stories about the Rebbe of Zolashitz. Stories that we can learn a lot from. It seems that the Rebbe of Zolashitz sensed the danger of the oncoming Holocaust of the war and what would happen to Am Yisrael during that war. The Imre Emes, the Ger Rebbe, on occasion of a wedding between the two families, went in to the Rebbe of Zolashitz, he came out and he said that he looks like a Malach and he speaks like Yirmiyohu Anovi. Yirmiyohu was the prophet who predicted the Churban, the destruction and the Golos. So someone who survived from Krakow told Weissblum the following story. He said, before the war, the Rebbe came out and spoke to people. Now the time in Poland was very, very difficult in terms of the economy, in terms of basic food. People were starving. The time between World War I and World War II was incredibly difficult. And he said, it was revealed to me from Shemayim that we are facing a danger that will make this look like nothing. A danger far beyond the hunger and suffering that's going on right now. He said, but it was also revealed to me that the possibility that we have to prevent that from occurring is all based on the Avodah of Simcha. If we can be besimcha, if we can be happy, serve Hashem with happiness, increase our happiness, there's a possibility that we may be able to save Am Yisrael from that Gezerah. And therefore, we wanted to put something into action. He asked his family members, his followers, to arrange something special for Lagba Omer that year. Now, Lagba Omer in Krakow was a day when thousands of Jews would come, because Krakow was the city of the Ramah, the great Rabbi Moshe Isilis, and his yurt site was on Lagba Omer. Thousands of Jews would come to the Kever of the Ramah on Lagba Omer. He said, this year, I would like to arrange tremendous simcha by the kever of the Ramah. We should have musicians, and we should have singing and dancing, and I want those thousands of Jews to be mesameach together. So they started to plan it, but some other Rabbonim in the city heard about this, and they opposed it greatly. He said, first of all, there's no precedent for having singing and dancing and music in the Beis Hachayim. They also felt that even though it was Lag Baomer, 
the custom there was not to have music and singing and dancing on Lag Bomer because of Sviras Omer, of the morning period in Sviras Omer for the Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, and they felt that that shouldn't be done. Now, the followers of the Rebbe came to him and said, Rebbe, even though these Rabbonim oppose, you should know that the majority of the people in Krakow look to you. They're behind you. We can go ahead. The Rebbe said, no. He says, I feel that it can bring the Yeshua for Am Yisrael, but I don't want to do it with Machlokas. I don't want to do it through Machlokas. We'll drop it. And they say that he spent a tremendous time crying afterwards, davening to Hashem, that he wouldn't have to see if the Gezeira came, those same Rabbonim who prevented the Tikkun he wanted to do from happening, going to their deaths with Am Yisrael at the time. So, what do we learn from here? We learn about the power of Simcha. Among Hasidim, there's a Mesorah that the Rebbe of Bunim Pershischa would say about the Posuk, Ki besimcha teitzeyu, he said, with Simcha you can get out of all your Tzaras. So even though the three weeks are a time of Avelus on Yerushalayim, nonetheless, the Avodah of Simcha shall mitzvah, and the basic simcha that every Jew has to have still remains. Hasidim would even explain what it says in the Mishnah, Mishenich Nasav Mematin Besimcha. They say, Mishenich Nasav Mamait, so your Mamait, your Tzaras, Besimcha, by Simcha. Okay, obviously, while keeping to all of the halachas of the three weeks, but to fall into depression, to fall into despair, is certainly not positive. Simcha is not something that we do for self-indulgence. The Simcha of Am Yisrael is an avoda. It's something that brings bracha to the person who sameach, to those around him, and to the entire world. So let's learn from that and carry that with us at all times, and hopefully through the Simcha and Avoda Shel Simcha we should be able to see the Gula Shalema Bimher Vyameinu and the rebuilt Yushalayim before our eyes. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Kol Tov. Thank you.